0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And we have on the guy
1: everybody wants to hear from because he's a Hall of Fame coach. Dick Vermeil. is sponsored by Independence Cross. Learn more at ibx.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Dick Vermeil. Hi, Dick. Good morning. All right, Dick. Let's just say hypothetically you're still coach of the Eagles, okay? Um, with uh, What What are your emotions the day before a huge playoff game like this one? What are you feeling?
2: Well, you know, you have your coaching concerns, number one, uh, about the, the roster and people are banged up. And are they going to be 100% uh, game day? Uh, number two, do you have them properly prepared? You're concerned about some decisions you made at 2 o'clock in the morning, whether you would make the same decision today after more rest, those kinds of things. Then. You don't worry as much about the frame of mind of the players because you know they're going to be ready. They've played, you know, 16 games plus a playoff game maybe already, and uh, you know that they they are going to be ready to play. So you just want to make sure as a coach that you do a a great job of having them all the, the scheme organized in a way that they can best execute and win the game. Yeah,
1: Dick, how well did you sleep the night before a really big game? Not very well, no. No? Like you, no, you, were you uh, running through would, plays? Uh,
2: what were you doing? The old, yeah, the the older you get, the the better you control the things that distract you when you're young. You know but, uh your own little your own insecurities, uh, I think, create problems for you early in your career because you haven't done it before, you haven't been faced with it, and you're, you know you you know the hypertension, but. The, Once you get into it and get more years under your belt, you start to relax a little bit more and have a little more confidence in you and your staff and the preparation methods.
1: Right. Dick, I am a a very simplistic football analyst, all right? Yeah, I that's true. You probably picked that up along the way. Dick, (laughs) Eagles are a top-five run game. Giants are a bottom-five run defense. I'm saying I want to run the ball. It doesn't seem like they love to do that. What do you think?
2: Well, I think they like to score early in the game by throwing the ball and get a lead and then run later in the game to hold on to the lead. You know, that's a philosophy that we started using with the Rams, and it it was efficient for us because we were good enough to do it. But uh, I think, you know, I have a lot of confidence in this coaching staff, maybe more so than you tend to express, but I have a lot of confidence in them. They've done a wonderful job. And uh, I believe that uh, they'll take the approach that's best for them to win the game in the matchups that they're going to have, you know, on Saturday night. I just I have great confidence. First off, we're a better football team than they are. But the only rule the NFL doesn't have on the rule book is the best team has to win. You know, <laughs> right. You, but here's,
1: here's what's making me nervous. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Dick. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, you, you still have to play the game.
2: And in some ways, it's still a game, you know, but you never know. A bad officials call, a turnover. But the Eagles are a better football team. And have been. What we don't know is how much better New York Giants are today. And yes, a lot of momentum coming out of that Minnesota game, and that can really, really ignite the depth of confidence in a team for the next ball game. So they'll play as well, or at, and at least as hard as they played against Minnesota. But they're playing against a better football team. Our yep. defense is much better than you give them credit for. And uh, I think. They will take care of business and beat them. I really
1: do, uh, Dick. Here's the thing that I'm most nervous about. All right, these guys have done an amazing job to be 14 and three. No argument. But yeah. isn't it different in the playoffs? They are 0 and one in the playoffs. They've only had that one game and they got crushed by Tampa. Isn't it different? Don't you are you tested at a different level when you're coaching in the playoffs?
2: Oh yes, uh, no question. But if you just read the paper this morning, how much better, for example, just Jalen Hurts is this year than last year, okay? How much better the entire team is. There is no comparison between this team and last year's football team. And I think with Jalen's leadership, our coaching staff's leadership, they're a more mature football team, even though it's only the second playoff game they've played together.
1: Hmm. You've got Hurts, who could be the MVP of this season, Dick. Are you you using him in every way? Are you restraining yourself at all because of the injury? How are you approaching Hurts in this game?
2: If the doctors say he's healthy, you play him. and Do whatever you have to do to win. The other team is going to do the same thing with their their players, their quarterback. Look what they did with their quarterback last week. They ran him 17 times, you know. So uh, I I think our coaches will do what the, the medical staff says he is capable of doing, and if they're concerned about certain things, and they'll limit the things that are more uh, apt to maybe cause an injury in some way.
1: Right. Now, Lane Johnson, I brought this up before because he's dealing with injuries right now as well, Dick. But the, the record is so different when he is in the game and not in the game. Have you ever seen a lineman, an offensive lineman, have that big an impact on the outcome of games the way Lane Johnson is?
2: Well, you know, I don't ever remember anyone breaking down with that statistic and coming out with that kind of a, an evaluation. You know, there's more ways to break down games and players today than ever before. And uh, we didn't have those kinds of breakdowns to really know if one guy made a difference. But I do know, I've, I experienced it even more so in Kansas City when we lost a right tackle. The rest of my offensive line was outstanding. You know, two of them are already in the Hall of Fame. It yep. was outstanding, but the right tackle was out, and it caused us serious problems. It's hard to hide a, an issue of a, a weaker offensive lineman. And defensive coaches, especially Wink, is going to take advantage of a weakness. Hopefully, Johnson will be able to play close to his ability on every snap throughout the game. What I worry about a guy like him is starting out the first quarter and not being able to play in the second. That's, uh, you worry about that.
1: Yeah, Dick, you mentioned before that we've been pretty hard on the defense. And I'll even go back to when you coached here. You had a defensive coordinator named Marion Campbell. I got to cover him. He was a tremendous gentleman. Um, yeah. But he had the same bend-but-don't-break philosophy. No question. Which, right, he did. Dick, does that – you really believe in that, right? Because you don't believe in going to be overly aggressive. You believe in – forcing the team to go 12 plays, 14 plays to score. Could you tell me why you you, you believe in that philosophy?
2: Well, b- basically because Marion Campbell did at that time. I know this as an offensive coach. I hated to prepare an offense each week that was going to be confronted with 16, 17, 20 different blitzes, okay? okay. Now, I mean, it is a pain in the rear end to be <laughs> totally sound on all those things. And if you do make the mistake in protection, normally it's a protection – Breakdown versus some kind of a blitz or something you haven't seen before. I used to say to Marion, Marion, give me a few blitzes. <laughs> Every he'd run one at the last play of the game. Say, I, I blitzed, Coach. I, I blitzed. <laughs> you know that defense, right? That defense today would be the number one defense of football in wow. points skip It really would, but but they didn't have. They weren't as confronted with as many variations of offense in those days. Not taking any way anything away from our defense. But Mary Campbell was a Hall of Fame football coach, especially in that area. But uh, our defense is very good. And uh, I just, you know, I think in today's offenses, the way they throw the ball and the skill of the wide receivers, the most improved position in the National Football League is the wide receiver The second most improved is the kicker. And uh, I just think uh, you have to be, more conservative today than any time because any one of those receivers can score in one play. Bang, it's the game, you know? And So I, I sort of believe in the approach we're taking right now here in Philadelphia. All
1: right, Dick, before I get your prediction, I have one other thing that came up this week because it is possible if the Eagles win and the Cowboys win that there will be an NFC championship game here between the Eagles and the Cowboys, which brings us back to 1980 everybody's but right. tom brookshire taught me this dick 30 30 some years ago he God said the, the loudest he ever heard a stadium in his career as a player as a broadcaster was when wilbert ran for that touchdown to knock mm-hmm. the cowboys out you've been around a lot even after that was that the loudest you ever heard it
2: you know as far as i can remember i would say yes yeah wow. i mean the other thing that magnified the volume of, and sound was it was so cold, damp. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, and quarterbacks could not throw the ball very well. Neither quarterback had a great great throwing the ball. We ran for 263 yards in that game. Wow, had 94, I think it was or something like that. It was way up there.
1: <laughs> but, oh, I, uh, would, I want you to, I want him to use that game plan uh, Saturday night. Dick sounds like it would work.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I say this. <laughs> It, uh, there were fewer variables in those days in putting a game plan together. You know, they do so much more, both in design of offense and design of defense and utilization game day than they used to. And it, it makes it tougher for the, the coaches running the offenses and defenses today. But fortunately, you know, they've already played 17, 18 games. So they I'm sure they've got a plan put together that will help them Take advantage of everything the Giants are doing, and and they'll win the football game. My computer said you're going to win by 11. I don't think it'll be that big a spread.
1: Uh, So you think it it will be a close game but an Eagles win. You're pretty sure of that, Dick?
2: I'm I'm positive.
1: All right. That's good news. That means we'll talk again next week. You bet. But just in case, Dick, all I, I want to say to you, if this is the last time we talk, I cannot begin to thank you for all that you brought to our show over these years. And uh, it's been an honor and a, and a great, great privilege to have you on our show.
2: Well, thank you. Needless to say, I really enjoy it. I love having to think football a little bit once in a while. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, we'll talk to you next week, Dick. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. The great Dick Vermeil, And I do want to mention that you should be getting Vermeil wines for the occasion because there's nothing Definitely. better that goes with a football game than alcohol. And you can get these now, if you live in Pennsylvania or Jersey, you can get these wines shipped directly to your home. Go to vermeilwines.com for the coach's entire wine selection.